When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of The Charming Libra. We are officially, officially in season four, kicking off with the Mercury signs, you guys. I cannot believe that this show is on season four. I started this show in 2020 when we were all on lockdown, and I know you guys heard it like a million times, but I mean, it's just... I can't believe it's grown so much and I just have no one else to thank but you guys because with you guys listening it's you know grown the podcast and you know you guys sharing it which Spotify lets me know you guys share it a lot of you are sharing it via text message and I can't thank you enough because without you I would still be talking to myself (laughs) So I just want to thank you, and I hope you guys like the new theme song. I love it. It kind of has like this dark aspect about it, and I chose that because in a way, I don't know, I like, I'm kind of like, I'm not going to say I'm in my villain era, but I'm just in an era of we're getting shit done. You know, we're getting shit done. Stuff is happening. Manifestations are coming true. You know, the shit that I've dealt with is just basically being handled and fixed and new things are on the horizon, which I'm sure is for all of you. And it's just really about owning everything. No more victimhood, no more bullshit, no more I can't. It's all about I can. And if a door closes, it's going to find another direction. Okay, so it just kind of like the theme song to me just kind of gave me like this oomph, like this this power very scorpionic in it which I have a lot of like Pluto energy in my chart that affects a lot of stuff so I guess it kind of comes off as that but I am here because we are officially kicking off our um Mercury signs so the podcast, of course, is going to look a lot different. We still will have sex and relationships because I have a new book, which is amazing. Plus, we'll still be using the erotic um, astrology, except for not for this season because it has nothing to do with Mercury. But I'm definitely uh, looking at, um, I still want to do health and wellness. And I'm looking at, you know, like little episodes of how to really use your Mercury to the best of what you can like depending on what placement it's in and uh not what 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 sign it's in and the house and everything and how you can best use it right 
So that's what I'm kind of looking at. So just to kind of forewarn you guys, it's not going to be nearly as much because like same with like the whole moon, um, the whole moon signs. I think once it gets to Pisces new moon, that's probably going to be it for that because there's only so much that I can keep talking about like the air of it. Like I, I can give little cute snippets, but if anything, it'll probably go to how we can use it in daily life for wellness. That's more of where it's headed at. Like as we begin to learn more and more, we're going to start using this stuff in our life for better health, better communication, relationships, sex, all that good stuff. So hopefully you guys still want to stick with me. But right now, again, we're just really learning. And it's mostly going to be so far with that when it comes to the personal planets, because the outer planets, like, um, of course, like I would say up until like Jupiter and Saturn will be okay. But once it gets to like Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, that's all generational. And it's like, I can just talk about that without having to do that like every season because it's just it's so short everyone has that same placement pretty much like anyone in that generation pretty much so let's go ahead and jump in and today is more so going to be about explaining what mercury rules how it works and all that stuff and then talking about how it affects you know how it works with Leo okay so first, we know that Mercury is, it rules basically communication, intelligence, commerce even, conversation, perception, information. Um, it's how we speak, how we learn, how we write, how we reason even. It's also regarding our intellectual interest, right? It's also affecting our analytical minds, right? So basically, it's it's basically what kind of like it affects how we understand, you know, information and how we present ideas. So Mercury rules a lot of that stuff, and if you want to get to like the body parts, like Mercury is it's kind of more like to me, like the nervous system, like it rules how our nerves communicate with the body. It rules the arms and hands, I believe. Um, but definitely how, you know, our neurons and everything is con communicating and like going through the body, communicating to do what it needs to do. And so with that said, you know, it rules speech. <laughs> so how we communicate our tone of voice and how we articulate. This planet is where you want to look at when you feel like you are not, like you're not vibing with somebody, right? Because that is the one thing I have noticed throughout my own experience when I, you know, look at Mercury. I have a Mercury in Libra, which is a good thing because Mercury, and, and also that's the other thing. I feel like Mercury, from what I see, works very well with air and earth signs. It does not care for water signs and not, you know, like not even fire signs. Now, there's only certain th certain um signs that the that mercury falls into either like um fall or detriment and it's and it's both in one of the either the earth or the water signs and what they are is 
First, I need to say what they're domicile in. If you don't know what domicile is, it means rulership. It's in rulership of Gemini and Virgo because Gemini and Virgo are both mercurial ruled. But because it is in its domicile in Virgo, that means it's in detriment in Pisces, right? And then um, it's also in detriment in Sagittarius. And it's in fall in Leo, which means it must be exalted in Aquarius. So you see how it seems to be happy in air and earth signs. But when it comes to fire and water, it is not too happy. And so we know that when a sign is in its rulership, it means it's happy. It expresses in a more positive way. While when it's more in, I would say like when it's more in fall, um, it, it has, in my opinion, it shows more of the shadow aspect of it. And um, when it's in detriment, it's definitely weaker and kind of shows some, some um you know, shadow aspects of it. But the thing is, is how you can use Mercury is if you know what your sign is, especially if you know where, um, what house your Mercury is going to be in, you're going to really be able to, in my opinion, finesse that house. You're really going to be able to express whatever house it is in to the best, especially if your Mercury is aspected correctly. If it's in a good sign where it's not in fall or detriment, right? So for example, for I'm a Libra Mercury and my Libra, my Mercury falls in the third house, which happens to be perfect because that is the natural house of Gemini. When I tell you that I can fucking charm the living fucking pants off people as well as my writing, like I may not sound like, I feel like I, I can sound intelligent when I want to, but a lot of the time my nerves get to me, which makes me sound kind of unintelligent. But when I'm like confident in all that stuff, I can articulate very well. I mean, I can, I can get, I, I can get anything I want. I kid you not. And I'm sure OGs remember that my motto all the time was I get what I want and I always do. Because literally just by talking to someone, like they'd be like, wow, you're, you're so smart or my gosh, you're so charming, especially men. <laughs> like they would just be like, wow, you're so interesting. Like I, I remember one, one man actually says, you're at the time I wasn't married. I was dating my husband, my now husband, but he was like, your boyfriend must fucking love talking to you because you just know a lot of things and you, you're just deep as fuck, right? And I'm just like, well, thank you. He was like, because he was saying he couldn't even talk to his girlfriend like that because most of the time they would shut down or they wouldn't pay attention or they're not interested in the conversation. But when you have like a, when you have like a Libra Mercury, you can talk your way out of anything. You can talk someone into stuff. And even that works with Gemini. Gemini even, Gemini can literally like, I mean, it's literally in rulership there. They can charm the living fuck out of you. That's why a lot of, I think that's why Geminis get such a bad rep 
because Gemini knows what they're doing. They know what they're doing in a good way, and they also know how to use Mercury, you know, what it rules into a shadow form as well. So they'll tell you what you want to hear and make, like, things coming out of their mouth will sound like a fucking amazing song, but unfortunately their actions don't always match it. You see what I mean? So, like, for Libras as well, you know, for us, we can articulate, we can talk, we can charm, we can smooth. Like, we're ruled by Venus, so we're going to have, like, that feminine Aphrodite slash masculine kind of air about us, right? But we're also indecisive as fuck. So that's, like, our shadow side as of how we think, right? Um, so right now... You know, this is about Mercury and Le- not Libra, but Leo. So Leo is in fall when it comes to um, Mercury. And while Leo is, you know, they're very open. They, they don't hesitate to speak their mind. Um, they're actually ones that have no issue with public speaking at all, right? They don't give a shit about that. They like to have the spotlight. They love, you know, really, as mentioned, discussing what they want, what they don't want, what they need you to do, what they don't need you to do. They, they're they great at telling people their needs and wants. They, they're not scared to do it. They're not scared to do it in front of a bunch of people. Now, because it's in fall, how this can come off in a shadow side is that for one, a Leo Mercury can get very egotistical. They're very in their ego. They are ruled by the sun, you know, king of the universe, pretty much. You know, the planets roll around the sun. So their ego can get very big. They can think that they're better than other people. The other thing is very dramatic, very dramatic, very like overly exaggerated with their words, like to the point where, you know how, I'm sure someone knows somebody because I know somebody that has Leo Mercury and when when they're not getting their way or when they don't like someone they will pretty much kind of become a huge liar and over exaggerate what the person did to them over exaggerate about how this person is to the point where you're like what you know is this even true just because they can be they can kind of become manipulative in a way like in their mind if they don't like you they don't want no one else liking you so you have to be careful. It's like that mean girl kind of pact where it's like, oh, if I don't fuck with her, you don't fuck with her either. That's the downside. That's the shadow side of um, a Mercury in, Le- in Leo. Because the shadow side in general is, you know, it can be very superficial and gossipy and fake. And that's how a Leo will come off at times, especially if they're, they move more in the shadow side because just because you're you're um just because you're um gosh my mind just because you have a planet that's in fall in a sign doesn't mean you're just complete shit it just means you have to work harder at you know expressing it in that good light like for example libras are in fall in the sun hence another reason why we're so like indecisive and sometimes we can't figure out our own shit we kind of will just be all over the place we're not really being our authentic self at times and sometimes we rely on other people to kind of do the work for us when it comes to thinking and all that stuff um 
or we're not thinking, but doing. And so you got to be careful of that because if you're someone who cannot decide on their own, people will lead you in the wrong way. Trust me, I know, because when I was younger, I used to be like that where I'd ask someone's opinion and they're like, oh, you can't do this. And I would believe it. That is the reason why. And I will be honest with you guys. I did not pursue psychology much sooner. I literally took the advice of someone who probably didn't really have my best interest in mind and was like, oh, it's just too much math. You're not good at math. You can't do it. So I was like, yeah, you're right. Okay. And didn't pursue it till like almost 10 years later. This was in senior year. So um, yeah, not, not good. Don't, don't do that. Please don't. Because there's, there's a lot of things that I let go. Like I wanted to be an astronomer at first too. And oh, the math's bad, or you're not smart enough for that, hun. And I would just sit there and believe it. And it took me a little bit to gain that confidence and to, to just decide on what it is I'm doing. Like you guys just over the past week, which I'll, I guess I'll just get done. I'll just talk about that after I'm done. So I don't want to like mix that in with what I'm talking about. But the point is, is that Leo's who have Mercury and Leo's I'm just going to say it. Don't be bitches. Don't be assholes. Don't be fake. Don't be an egotistical fuck. Okay. Really work on yourself and really, you know, like sit and think before you speak, because that's the thing with fire signs is that foot in mouth, (laughs) because other than that, you guys end up saying something that's just like, it's just so impulsive. And with Leo's, you, you just like no one likes someone that comes off as arrogant. And that's exactly what happens when you guys are in that arrogant mode, when either you're not getting your way or you're not getting the attention you want, or you don't like someone you come off as an arrogant asshole. Nobody likes that. Really allow yourself to take the time and think because you guys can't communicate because usually a Mercury and Leo, you guys are very passionate you really enjoy like the things that intellectually stimulate you is creativity, being creative, allowing yourself to be seen in the performance arts and any kind of art is what really stimulates you having a great conversation where someone actually, you know, gives you a little bit of, you know, fluff there, like, you know, allowing yourself to be like, hey, you know what, you did great at the theater that you performed at or you know what I love the way you created this painting you did amazing that is what feeds you words of affirmation is your fucking calling card here this is what makes you shine right and so therefore when you are more in you know humble which you guys can be when you're humble when you're you when you're allowing your heart of gold to come out because you guys are very heart centered, you are ruled by the heart. And so you allow your heart to lead you, which is a beautiful thing. Allow that to shine through, of course, of course, don't let no one take advantage of you, but let that shine through. Because that is what makes people want to be around you. That is what makes the mercury in you kind of shine. It makes it makes people want to talk to you and everything. Your ideas are amazing when it comes to that. But sometimes you can second guess yourself because you feel like you need validation for everything and you don't. It's okay to get validation, but don't live off of it because I can tell you now, if you can't validate yourself, you're going to be a very sick looking lion or lioness, okay? Like, the you can't depend on people to fluff your feathers. You got to be able to do that too. But I know it is nice when someone does it. And, you know, allow yourself to receive that, but don't 
like throw yourself in the midst of, see, look at me, look at me. I did this. I did that because it's not attractive at all. You know, allow yourself to just really push forward on just being you. That's the thing that I admire about Leos, especially when you're a Leo Mercury, because you have that mindset. You don't mind expressing your voice, just being authentic, authentically you. And that is what's fucking beautiful. So beautiful. So that is pretty much it for this first episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, also, I have... Um, Alari Sky is on sale for like, I think it's 10% off of everything right now. I got rid of the Scorpio collection. I'm actually going to reinvent it because it was a, a collection that I did when I very first started uh, learning to wrap Kabachans. And, um, and um, I also am going to be using some of it for the market. I left a few up there that's been still getting clicks. I think it was like two or three of them or four. But the rest of them, I'm just going to redo it and see how they work out and use it for the market. I am still looking to sign it for market. I just wanted to tell you guys that I fucking... I <laughs> This weekend, I'm telling you, it was restful, but I think like I... I didn't let my anxiety get to me. And number one, I signed myself up for a renaissance fair. I've always wanted to do this since I was 19. And unfortunately, the magical one was sold out, which was devastating. But I've always, surprisingly, I do have um, 20% Scandinavian, um, like Sweden, Finland, Finland um, in my bloodline from my dad's side. I know, crazy, right? It's not that much. Like I said, it's about 20% or a little bit less, but it's about 20%. And the other one was to do pirates and steampunk, which I like that stuff, but it, I've always been interested in like, you know, renaissance stuff where it has like swords and chain mills. And I am on the lookout. I'm trying to manifest a beautiful chain mill choker or necklace or hand thing or something like some leather stuff. I am. I, I love that. I love European history. I, lo- I fucking love it. You know, I was a huge World of Warcraft player, and so all that kind of stuff was just very beautiful to me and very interesting, and hey, why not be able to try to find it in real life? I also tried to vend there, too. That was the main reason why I looked that up, too, but you had to have, your business had to be a actual business with the state, and so I am proud to announce that literally lit the fire under my ass and Alari Sky is officially a fucking business. I am a sole prioritor. I will now be having, I believe, I believe it's called like a USB number or something like that so that I will be able to vent at big events, meaning that I'm most likely going to reach my goal of being able to go to Arizona to the gym show because you had to have a business for that. And I, I will receive my license in 10 days. I thought I had to have an LLC, but I don't, I, I don't need an LLC only selling online and doing markets. You only need LLCs if you're making like bank and I'm not making bank quite yet, but I will get there. I'm also looking to sign up in August since this is the last week of school for my first market since I lost out on the opportunity of the last one. So your girl has been making moves, meaning that now that I have a business license, once the number comes in, I can then get a reseller's permit, meaning I can get things wholesale 
meaning that my supplies will be so much cheaper because right now I'm paying full price and it it eats at my wallet because I not only use the business money, I'm using my own money. So I am really excited and that that alone, all three of those were just huge things that I have put on my list um, of to try something new and the whole renaissance thing is definitely going to try something new because I am going to be dressing up. Um, I might be though because I'm not, you know, such as... It, the thing is August 19th, so if I can't do it by then, that's no big deal. It's not going to stop me, but I still, I've always wanted to kind of, I've been, I'm into cosplay. I'm a fucking nerd, so I am going to do it, and no, um, I'm not, hopefully someone doesn't say that I'm um, culture appropriating because to me, I don't get upset when people do things from different cultures. The only time I feel like it's culture appropriation is if, like, let's say, me as a black woman said, oh, um, I'm the one who invented Viking hairstyles and the Viking style. That to me is culture appropriation because I did not make that. I'm actually doing what these people have already established within their culture. Now, if you're just dressing up just to have fun and all that, please do it. Please don't look at it as always like a racial thing. I don't ever look at things as a racial unless somebody gives me that vibe. You know what I mean? Like when I see Caucasian people wearing braids, I don't give a flying fuck. I don't. They're not going around saying, oh, we started braids. You know what I mean? I don't give a flying fuck, bitch. If you look good in braids and you want to wear braids, wear the motherfucking braids. We got to stop labeling shit. We got to stop always putting like, oh, cultural appropriation, oh, racism. You know, this is why the world is so fucking divided. I was taught to love everyone and I love every culture. And this has been my thing of wanting to learn of that. Eventually, I do want to go to Norway, Switzerland and all that stuff. Just like I want to visit uh, on my dad's side, he's um, my grandfather and them are from the Dominican of the Congo. I do want to visit the motherland of Africa. I want to visit everywhere because I want to learn everyone's culture because that is what the world's about. It's not about just being an asshole and thinking that your culture is the only right way. Right way. It's not okay to always holler at someone who is going to a fucking rave and they have braids in their hair and you're hollering, oh, a culture appropriation. You're trying to be black. Stop that shit. For real. Let people express themselves. As long as they're not saying, oh, our culture has, you know, has it, which uh, European culture has all kinds of braids. Because you know what it's saying to me when someone, and I said this one time online, <laughs> because I was like, somebody got really upset about somebody doing this. And I know this is like going off, but I think it's just very important to talk about. Somebody got upset that a Caucasian girl um, uh, braided her hair for a rave and they were like oh pro uh, cultural appropriation the weirdest thing is it's usually not the black people who's hollering that it's you know other people and I get people are trying to stand up but sometimes it's a little too much and so I put am I the only one that's not offended because she's just having fun she's just going to a rave and she wanted to express uh, showing, you know, her hair in these unique different kind of braids and ways. And I was like, and do, and do people not understand that Caucasians also have braided hairstyles in their culture, like Dutch braids and stuff? And someone was like, you just don't understand. I was like, no, I understand. I, I am a black woman. I'm not offended. So let her do what she needs to do. She's not claiming 
that she's that she's the one who started this stuff, right? Because if it, I feel like this, if someone is hollering cultural appropriation because a Caucasian girl is wearing braids, then my God, as as a black woman here and as a black race, we are going to be called out for cultural appropriation for blonde hair. Okay. Yes, there is a race, a black race that has natural blonde hair. But the point is, most of the people who have it is European. So an eye for an eye there. You cannot be hollering that stuff and expecting other people to not call you out when you're doing something like that. Like wearing, like having blue eyes and blonde hair and all this stuff. You you just can't do that. It's showing expression. I love blonde hair. I dye my hair blonde right? I've done it before and it looked fucking good, right? But I did it as an expression of myself as a black woman. So can we just all just stop doing that shit? Because it's like, unless someone says, oh, I started this hairstyle or, oh, it's this, it's this, it's my culture that, that started this, da, 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 da. If you don't do your research and find out if it has or not, or if someone's just being an asshole, you know what I mean? Leave it... Leave it alone. Otherwise, then call it out if it's do if it's being done in a racial way. That's all I can say. That's how I feel. Others may not agree, but that is just me. I'm just so tired of the racist, racist, racist. You know, there is racism everywhere. And it's not just toward black people, it's toward everybody, right? It's toward everyone. And that's why we all need to come together and love each other and understand each other. We, you know, humans are afraid of things they don't understand. Well, if we can't get along and allow ourselves to dive into other, into learning about our culture and learning about us and our ways, no one will, no one will ever understand each other and we'll be fighting each other forever. So I just wanted to say that that just kind of got my mind because I truly, when I signed up for it and I was like, oh, I want to dress up. The first thing that came was, oh my God, someone's going to price green culture appropriation. And I hope that's not happening because I just want to have fucking fun. That's all I want. I just want to have fun. I already got pictures of what the look I want to look like and everything, the jewelry, the outfit. So I love you guys so much. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, right? Um, I know it's like more on the shorter side, but there is just like, again, not a whole lot when it comes to these after it becomes the big three. And a lot of the Mercury is focused on, um, it's focused on, you know, retrograde. So now that I have explained what the planet does, we will just focus on the signs and how they express themselves, perhaps the things that will, you know, like kind of tickle their fancy a bit. So I'll probably elaborate more on Leo Mercury as well and talk about like, you know, a little bit more of what they do or kind of reiterate more what they can do and how you can attract a Leo Mercury. So how you can stimulate them to kind of be like, ooh, I like you, right? Okay, anyways, I love you guys so much. I'll talk to you later. Don't forget to check out Alari Sky Jewelry. Everything is on sale for 10% off. Please don't hesitate to, you know, support your girl if you're interested. Join me on threads at the Charming Libra. You can also follow my Instagram, even though it's ball-headed. But I am, like I said, I'm trying to figure out what to do up there. Um, yeah, so take care. Have a good Moon's Day. Move your body. Really tap into that intuition and all that good stuff. Bye.